listening to Buggy Talk, where some of your favorite authors, friends, and guests explore the simpler side of life. Here's your host, Amish fiction author, Tracy Fertikowski. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Buggy Talk. I'm your host, Tracy Fredikowski. Each week, I bring you the story behind the stories along with the storytellers. For this week's episode, we have Jennifer Spitterman on board to talk about her latest Amish Country Bride series along with her part in the Amish Christmas Miracles collections. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Tracy? I am doing Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us. We have lots to talk about this morning, one being your part in the Amish Christmas Miracles collection that we're both so excited about. And one about the new series that you just launched. Before we get started on talking about the Amish Christmas Miracles and your new series, I have to ask you to go ahead and tell our listeners about the cool story you have about your house that you live in in Indiana. Okay, first of all, I want to say thank you, Tracy, for having me here today, and I hope our chat is a blessing to our readers. Okay, about my house. Okay, I started writing in 2012, and I did a little research and found that most of my readership was out in the Midwestern, Eastern United States and basically the area where there's a lot of Amish. So I was wanted to move to a state that, you know, that had Amish around so that I could be closer to, you know, the whole culture and environment and stuff. And so my writing could be more authentic and so that I would be able to connect with my readers. So in 2013, we seriously considered moving from California. I basically did some research online, was looking on, you know, the different real estate sites in different Amish areas. And, and we were, first of all, we were looking at, at Ohio. And then we kind of decided Indiana just because we homeschooled at the time. And, and we liked the laws that Indiana had for, for homeschooling. And so we decided Indiana and, and we didn't want to be way up north because we thought, you know, we're used to sunshine and not a lot, no snow basically. And so we're like, well, if we're going to move, we need to be somewhere where there's, you know, not that much snow. <laughs> Otherwise we're going to, we're going to want to move back and <laughs> we don't want to exactly. do that. And so I was, you know, just doing research online and looking at different homes and things in the area. Well, after looking at the map, we kind of decided, okay, well, let's, let's try like southeastern Indiana. And I mentioned Switzerland County and and my husband's like, oh, I like that name. He's like, yeah, let's look there. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, were, we started looking for houses in this area and we saw this one house. And it was a white two-story house and it had a porch that went around the front. And oh goodness, my dream was to have a house with the wraparound porch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things. And anyways, I'm like, man, that looks really like a big house that, that would fit our family because we had six kids. And so there's eight of us all together. So pretty, pretty large family for Englishers. <laughs> I, I was just, just going through all the photos and, and things. And I'm like, honey, I think this, this is an Amish house for sale. And, you know, I looked, I saw the clothesline and saw cows in the background. And then implements and you know horse-drawn things and basically wheels that didn't have rubber on them and so I was I was certain that it was probably an 
Amish home. But the listing did say that it had a bathroom, <laughs> which it did not. <laughs> that, oh, it had out, outdoor. It had an outhouse. <laughs> so anyways, I basically, I, it was 17 acres and I, I fell in love with the place. And I'm like, oh Lord, if there's any way, <laughs> this, this place is awesome. You know, it was a little bit more than what we wanted to pay at the time. We're, you know, trying to be debt free and all that. And so you know, we're hoping to sell our house in California and just buy a house out here. But anyway, so we came out here in the fall of 2013 and we looked at this house and other houses too. Actually, there were two different Amish homes that we looked at, but this was the one that I really liked. It had sold. It had actually sold to somebody else. And so we're kind of like bummed about that. But Anyways, we still continued forward with our plans to move. And in May of 2014, we ended up moving. Um, at first, we were renting a place in southeastern Indiana. You know, we, we kept on going back and looking at this house because we just we just fell in love with it, you know. Um, it reminded my husband of, of when he grew up. He grew up in Brazil. And it was like really, there's trees everywhere. And it just reminded him so much of, of that atmosphere. We both wanted the property. I don't know. God just worked it out to where uh, it didn't go through. The, the sale ended up not going through. I think it might have might have sold like twice during that time. They didn't go through. And then the price dropped again, which was a blessing for us. And we ended up buying the place. Yeah. So that's basically the story with our house. <laughs> that That is a God thing. It, it just has to be a God thing because you were meant to be in that house. Why else would all of those things line up? <laughs> like that it was just it just had oh, yeah. well there was a lot more that lined up than that but yeah oh, <laughs> that was, I, am sure. I am sure so did it have electric and and did it, it, it did not I'm sorry it did not have electric so you had to put electric yes and we'll see and and that's why we didn't want to pay a lot for it because we you know because we knew we were going to have to put in you know the whole septic system and and you know bathrooms and just you know change a bunch of things and electric too. So yeah. So yeah, we did sink some money into it, but. <laughs> well, that is, that is really cool. And one more question about your house. I know that your house was included in a documentary about the Amish. And can you real quickly just tell us a little bit about the filming of, of that documentary? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. The documentary was called uh, Breaking the Silence, My Amish Story. And it that was really a God thing too. There's some friends of ours who are uh, former Amish. Actually, uh, he had left the Amish like a year, a year or two before we moved here. And so he was really new <laughs> at, at, you know, being an Englisher. He had, he had gotten married. His wife's um, cousin was a filmmaker and they were looking for a place to to film an Amish documentary and they they were looking for a home where they could do a church scene and i know that you said that you saw the documentary right i did i watched it i bought the i bought the dvd and i watched it i sure did <laughs> yeah the church scene is totally the whole thing is filmed in our house just a great thing about it that um everybody uh, with the exclusion of my husband, my two daughters, and I think there was one other woman, just about everybody in that documentary was former Amish. So if you look at the church scenes when you're watching that, it's very authentic. Most of the people or the people that I talked to that, that 
that were there and you know while we were filming it and all that I was kind of like in the back room watching watching it all uh like on a like on a screen uh -huh. you know as as it was being recorded so it was it was really cool and I was taking photos too it was such a wonderful experience but anyways but they they all said it felt so real I felt like I was Amish again <laughs> oh goodness it, and I don't know it was just Oh, it was, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. I can imagine, you know, being an, an author that writes Amish fiction, I get excited when you talk about stuff like that, because I, I love to put myself in real live situations so that I can take in all of that. And what an experience that you can, you know, use as almost like research for your own books. So how oh, lucky, yes. how, how, how lucky you were to be able to do that. So I have to ask, a lot of people know that I grew up in a um, Amish community in Northwestern uh -huh. Pennsylvania. I had Amish neighbors. I worked with them. I had friends, um, the whole nine yards. So when mm -hmm. I was a little girl, I didn't know that the Amish were anything different. And I didn't know <laughs> that everyone had Amish neighbors, you know, that I was <laughs> part of life, you know, I looked at them and thought, well, you know, asked my dad, you know, why don't we drive a horse and buggy, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So it's a little different when you're surrounded with um, that culture. I have to ask you, what's it like for you to live in an Amish community? Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, the very first time I actually saw somebody that was Amish was like, oh, the summer before junior high. And, you know, we were visiting, my family was visiting Pennsylvania and I saw, you know, horse and buggy going down the road. And, you know, my dad basically said, yeah, these are, this, it's a group of people and they live like they, they used to live back in the olden days. And, and I thought, oh, that was so interesting. Cause you know, being from California, I never saw anything like that. And then we move over here and our, our neighbor is an Amish Bishop. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it's, it's such a neat culture. And just the first time that, that my husband and I even visited this area, you know, I, I said that we had looked at two different uh, houses. Well, when we looked at the house that we bought, we went over to our neighbor's house because I saw that she had a sign out by the road that said Amish dolls and quilts. And so I thought, oh, wow, I want to go and, and buy some dolls so I could use them for <laughs> giveaway for my readers. Mm -hmm. So we went there and, and we met them and visited with them. And, and it was the mom and, and some of the, the children of uh, I think they were close to adult age, uh, most of them, not all of them. Uh, they just, you know, basically welcomed us and, and they were just so sweet and even sent us off with peanut brittle and, and all that. While I was talking to the, the lady, you know, she was, she was really excited because we have sons, our youngest sons are, are similar in age. And so she thought, oh, well, she said, she said, oh, I would love to, you know, for you guys to move next door because that would, you know, they could be friends. And, and of course they are, <laughs> they're very good friends and they're, they're always doing stuff together. And then the, um, the other uh, Amish place that we visited, they were really sweet too. And, you know, and today both of, both of them are, I consider friends, you know, but I, they were just so welcoming and, and so hospitable and they just, you know, quit whatever they're doing and then they go. And they sit down and just chat with you. And I, it's just, I love it. I love 
that part of the culture. And, and the, the other family actually even asked us um, if we, if we were staying anywhere and they invited us to, to stay in their house. Oh, goodness. I mean, we, yeah, we could, we could, I mean, to spend the night there and, you know, <laughs> and they had all these kids and they, they probably had at least what nine at that time. Oh my goodness. And so, but oh goodness, they were so cute. The littles, they were adorable. But anyways, but yes, no, I, I love the, you know, the, especially that aspect of, of their culture. Oh, me too. You know, um, in our English world nowadays, you actually have to call, make an appointment to go visit somebody, but the Amish yes. are not like that. They, like you said, they will stop whatever they're doing and invite you in regardless mm -hmm. if they knew you were coming or not. Exactly. And it, it, it's just a very welcoming and warm feeling that they give you, um, when they welcome you into your home. So I can, I can definitely relate with you there, but yes, I feel okay. fortunate. To oh, be so do I, I do. I do. I have, I have two very good friends, um, one in, one in Pennsylvania and one in Wisconsin that are Amish and the letters I get from them, I cherish them. I don't, you know, I, when I get a letter in the mail from them, I stop all I'm doing or I'll wait till the evening when I can time to really enjoy their letters and just sit down and really immerse myself into what they've written to me. So yeah, I, I do feel very fortunate as well. So let's move on a little bit. You know, um, I'd, I'd be interested to know if you always wanted to be a writer. Okay. No, I did not. I have always enjoyed writing. Writing as a career kind of came as a surprise to me. <laughs> and that was another one of those God things. I basically got into it I wouldn't say by accident, but I don't know. I just, it was just one of those things that just happened all of a sudden. I guess I can tell the story. It's a little bit long, but I'll try to keep it short. Okay. So I, I had mentioned earlier that, that we had homeschooled before. My daughter uh, came with me, Brandy, and she writes too. And she helps me with a lot of the book business. And at the time we were out shopping and she was being an audio book for me. She was reading, she was reading one of my Amish books out loud. This was before I started writing. So it was, uh, I don't remember which book it was, but she looks at me and she says, why don't they write books like this for, for people my age? And so anyway, so we, so I did a little bit of research and, and, you know, found that there wasn't really much for, for that age group as far as Amish fiction went. And so I basically said, well, why don't let's write some, you know? <laughs> and so Brandy and Emily and I, uh, my two daughters, we began just writing this series of books and they, they were basically uh, geared toward a, toward a teen audience. And that's the Amish girls series. And we ended up writing eight books um, with that first series. But I ended up, wanting to uh, write other stories too. I just started getting, you know, all kinds of ideas. And I think that's a God thing too. We just started putting different ideas in my head. And so I ended up writing a book called Amish by Accident. And it's a totally different book. <laughs> Anyways, I released that one first because I didn't want the readers to think that that I just only wrote like teen books. The girls did not co-write Amish by accident. Uh, but anyway, so I released that in November of 2012. And that was the first one. And it just, it did really well. And I was 
you know, I was just floored because I, you know, I just put it out there and I had no idea what, whether people would like it, whether they would read it, whether, whether they would think it was too far fetched or, you know, <laughs> and, um, I got a really good response and, and pretty good reviews on it. And so that was the, basically the beginning of, of writing and now I can't seem to stop. <laughs> well, that, that was probably God's answer to, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to tell my story. So that's the way I look at my writing. You know, the, the ones that, that do well, you know, we're not so much telling our story as we're telling God's story. But, but that's what I want my stories to do too, is to tell God's story, not so much my story. And yours do that in a, in a very well thought out plan. And I have to say, I have enjoyed your Bible stories series the most out of everything that you've written. So I thank you for those. Oh, good. Good. So let's talk a little bit about your Amish Country Bride series. Now you just, I think you have released three in that series so far. Is that right? Three, three so far. I'm currently writing the fourth one. Is that, is it going to stop at the fourth one? Do you think, or are you going to go further than that? Um, I have been toying with the idea of possibly adding a couple of more books to it, one or two, I'm not sure. So it, it originally was going to be four books, but I've gotten a really good response from my readers. So I think I, I might continue it. If I, if God keeps giving me ideas for it, I'll keep on writing. <laughs> you go. So what do you hope your readers will take away from this series? Yeah, I'd say the recurring theme in the Amish Country Bride series, which so far consists of the trespasser, the heartbreaker, and the charmer, and I'm working on the drifter right now, is that God is always present and working in our lives, even though we can't see him or understand what he's doing. Oh, that is perfect. That is perfect. And I've read um, one of them and I'm looking forward to reading the next ones as well. So that takes us right into the Amish Christmas Miracles collection. So a lot of our, our listeners know that there are 14 authors that are writing a collection of Christmas miracle stories. And I am so excited to just curl up with this book come um, November. I'm hoping I can just enjoy each and every one of them. So how are you coming with your story? I know our deadline is approaching pretty soon. Um, how's your story coming? My, my story is finished. Um, it's, my editor actually has it right now. So far, Brandy has read it, my daughter and my husband has read it and they both enjoyed it. So that's good. It's good to get some positive feedback. <laughs> you know, they've told me who their favorite characters are. And <laughs> anyways, but yeah, I'm, I'm finished with it. I'm happy. It's, it's a cute, sweet story. So I think that my readers will like it. And I'm super excited about this, this collection because I've read uh, most I think, have I read everybody's blurb? I think I've read everybody's blurb and they just all sound phenomenal. Our readers are really going to get a treat. And especially if they pick up the book right now for 99 cents, the ebook uh, for pre-order, uh, because it will go up to, uh, I think it's like $10 once after it's released. So, so yeah, but, oh, oh it's going to be so good. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited about this. So what is your title and can you read us an excerpt or maybe the blurb um, to your story? My book is called An Unexpected Christmas Gift. It's, I'm just going to paraphrase. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. It's about uh, Janie Mishler. 
she's the the main character and she's she's basically uh, had tragedy in her life her boyfriend who she had thought that she would end up marrying and ends up um, dying so she kind of you know she's not really even interested in in I mean she she would like to get married and have have children and all that but she feels like she's a little older now and that her her chances have kind of passed her by and so she's just been helping out her father at their dry goods store and bakery it's you know during the christmas season the beginning of december and she receives a a mysterious uh, package in the mail she opens it up and she has no idea who it's from and that brings us to the hero in the story, which is uh, Rob Zare. And he's he's also dealing with his own, you know, personal pain. He basically left the Amish for that. I don't want to give too much of it away. And he followed his dream of becoming a pilot. He's still in good standing with, with the community. He basically is, is still in contact with his family. Um, but he doesn't really, you know, he, he's enjoying his English lifestyle. He doesn't really have any desire to, to go back to that. He uh, basically, he receives a note in the mail. He, he ends up responding to it. And so then they basically begin yeah, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good intro. That's it's very intriguing how you're going to pull the two of those together. So all 14 stories have to be a love story, and they all have to include a Christmas miracle. So can you imagine curling up with this book from 14 of some of the best Amish fiction authors um, in the country, and just enjoying that at Christmas time? For me, it's yeah. a, it's a present for me <laughs> because I, know. I'm, I think I'm looking forward to it. I know. I think it's just since this whole thing, I've just had this huge smile on my face, just thinking about how, how me as a reader, because, you know, I started writing as a, as a reader mm -hmm. and um, I'm just like, oh man, I love this. This is, this is so exciting. It's going to be so great for our readers, you know, and for me as a reader. <laughs> Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. So let me just tell a little bit about our listeners. So you can find the Amish Christmas Miracles Collection Facebook page. I would suggest that you go, um, if you're a Facebook user, to go in and, and try to find us and, and join that page because we're doing Friday giveaways. We're having a Christmas in July event, I guess you would say, on that Facebook group. And from now until it launches in November, on November 10th, you're going to hear personally from each one of these 14 authors um, that have come together as part of this collection. And it's really a really fun and exciting group to belong to. You know, we spend a lot of time just mindlessly going through Facebook every day. But um, if you can just go visit the, our Facebook group, um, you won't be disappointed. That's for sure. So, okay, Jennifer, well, that is wonderful to hear about your, your Country Bride series and your part in the Amish Christmas Miracles collection. And I just like to end um, with something a little fun. And I want to play a little speed round with you where I'm just going to present you with a, a question and you just tell me at the top of your head the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Probably not, but okay. <laughs> okay. What, and I, and I are, I know you personally, so I already know what this answer will be, but answer this question. What does a person need to be happy? A relationship with Jesus. I think to be truly happy, to have true contentment and joy is uh, knowing your creator, I think is, 
is the number one thing for that. I know that's what I need to be happy. And I know that's what you need to be happy. So that was a perfect answer. Perfect answer. So paper or plastic, are you a paper or plastic girl? Plastic, I think. <laughs> We're referring to like shopping bags. Yeah, shopping. Uh -huh. Reusable. Uh -huh. And the paper ones usually break or tear. Exactly. <laughs> so plastic. So what's your middle name? Uh, Michelle. Michelle. Jennifer Michelle. And lastly, do you like Disneyland? Uh, Disneyland is a bittersweet place for me because I always got sick there uh, <laughs> going as <laughs> As a kid, I mean, there, there, there might have been once or so that I didn't get sick, but yeah, I, it, so no, I, I, I don't, I don't really care much for Disneyland. <laughs> I don't care for Disneyland because I don't like all the people, but <laughs> yeah, well, that too. <laughs> yeah, I sort of do better all alone, or not all alone, but in small crowds. But thank you so much, yeah. Jennifer. Thanks for spending time with us. Thanks for telling us all about your Amish Country Bride series and. I'm looking forward to your story in the Amish Christmas Miracles collection. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I'd just like to say thank you once again. I hope that this uh, collection and all of my books really are a blessing to our readers. And I hope they get a little piece of God's heart in, in the stories. I, I, I want to, that's something that I want to convey in my writing is, is God's love for them. And, Aww. um, yeah, that's, that's about it, I think. <laughs> well, that was the perfect way to end. And that wraps up this week's episode. Next week, we'll have Rachel Good as our guest to talk about her latest project along with her part in the Amish Christmas Miracles collection. So we'll see you next week on the Buggy Talk podcast.